and at, and when I saw your 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 prototype already uh, finished and you only making it better, I already saw the future. I saw the future. Um, how many dogs and how many people were going to be able to connect at a deeper level. I want to teach people how to read a dog properly because you have to be your dog uh, pet parent, but also be also the coach, also yeah. the teacher. Life is definitely simple. We make it complicated. So my goal in life right now is to make sure that I share my wisdom to the next generation. Well, today I'm super excited because I've been wanting to sign this contract for four years. It's a contract that I know uh, I'm doing it because my spirit has told me to do it. My instinct tells me to do it. My passion for dogs tells me to do it. And it was a smart move. So <clears throat> this is the Saco car. This car is going to absolutely help many dogs who, um, who need uh, to express their spirit by running. And uh, as you know, I have rollerbladed my whole life. I have used a bike. I have used a skateboard because many times when I come to people's home to help a dog, the dog wants to run so bad. And nobody seems to listen to the dog and everybody thinks they have to walk with the dog. And I always promote, you know, walking with a dog, but some dogs, they have to run. How do we met? Do you remember? Yes, we, you said we were in Orlando and, and I turned around and I saw a green saco car. Was it a green saco Yeah, car? that's correct. Yeah, yep. it was a green saco car. And I say, wow, I've been wanting to have one of those cars in a long time. I'm going to show you my prototype one day. I have it in the back. I'm going to show you what I made in uh, before I met you. And it's, it's just like a square thing that I did with wheels. Uh, just so you know that I always wanted to have a car as good as yours. But I, I was never, I'm not an engineer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to design a car, but I knew that a car is, is what many people will benefit from, especially older people. I, th I think if they lose their fear and they learn you know, to stay young, they're using a, a car like the Saco car that will totally make them more mobile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, especially if they have a young dog. Uh, but the young people with young dogs, is, and they have a dog that is just by... By, by breed uh, a runner or that dog is have so much pent up energy, running is the best way to, to help a dog. So I don't see the car just as a, a luxury or I see it as a necessity. Yeah. You know, as a necessity, as a safer, because a lot of people can a rollerblade, a lot of people can a skateboard or even a bike is only two, two wheels. So, so uh, we met in, in Orlando. Yep. Right. And do you remember what I said? How do we? How did you? Yeah, say you were it? very excited. Yeah, uh, and you were running over to the the booth, and you were standing in the cart, and you were shouting, "Everybody should have a cart like this!" Right? Yeah. And we were not even partners yet. No, 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 no. no. And I was already excited about it because I just saw, I just, I was always looking for it, and I, and when I saw your 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 prototype already uh, finished, and you only making it better. I already saw the future. I saw the future, um, how many dogs and how many people were going to be able to connect at a deeper level, you know, because I do feel that when, when we walk with the dogs, when we backpack with a dog, when we swing with a dog, when we hike with a dog, or when we run with a dog, the connection is at another level, you know what I mean? And so I saw it and I, I so what did I say next that I said? Oh, you want one. 
Okay. <laughs> and you sent it to me. Yeah. Yes. yes. You got one. All right. So, and then what happened? Yeah. Then you start using it at the ranch. Yeah. Uh, I guess. And uh, then we start to talk more about the future for Sako and I was redesigning the whole thing. Yeah. And now we have made uh, the new model that's going to be your model. Yeah. The System Milan edition. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's different happens. in my edition? What are you putting different? Oh, it's it's a different package. It's a different design. The design yeah. can look alike, but it's uh, upgraded a lot. Right. So what did what do you design Sako car? What do you got into the Sako car? Yeah, so my background is a dog musher from I was young, mm -hmm. from 11 years old. Mm -hmm. And we did the winter mushing, you know, with the sledges and toboggans. Mm -hmm. Which and is then, normal in Norway. That's normal in Norway. And then in the summertime, we uh, needed to train and exercise the dogs, not just for the winter, but train them to the, the fall and winter season. Mm -hmm. and Why then do you we, have to train them? Why? Because the dogs need exercise. They need to work or they get stressed. They get, you know, tangled into so many problems because they need to be used. Right. A larger dog needs to be used. And that's kind of why we, we made um, a different toboggan at that part with four wheels. Right. And to make other people happy as well, we went into the city in Oslo and we picked up people with disabilities, take them into the cart and take them into the forest so they can uh, explore the nature, right. not just sitting in their wheelchair and oh, wow. boring in an so apartment. You with wheelchair people? Yeah, because they were locked into their apartments. Right. So we picked them up and took them into the forest. What a brilliant and it was, idea. Yeah, we, we had a good time doing that. So that because was because they mastered a chair. Yeah, and they could see the nature, yeah, and feel the the joy about. So how do they do it with the legs? Yeah, they were just when they're paralyzed, they're paralyzed from the legs. Now. Yeah, we we used a special. They were sitting in a toboggan actually at that time though, uh -huh. so that had four wheels on, right? And they had supported their legs though. But this is easy to kind of make um, available for a disabled person as well though. Wow. Yeah. See, you can't do that with skateboards or with uh, uh, rollerblades or things like that. No, I never, I never, I never thought about that. that what a, what a brilliant activity. Absolutely, and it feels good to to do something for for other people as well. I just helped a lady, you know, in season four, and she is paralyzed from the waist down. She uh, she got into a car accident at seventeen, and and one of the things I did unconsciously is to create like a bar on the side so her two bulldogs can pull her yeah right because they were fighting with each other and I said well uh, they're fighting with each other because they're bored out of their mind and you know and they're frustrated and and on top of that you get nervous and and you don't exercise them so in a way i did it like a mini version of a saco car and and i never never even thought about her driving this saco car but i think she can because she's a great uh, wheelchair. She dances on a wheelchair. Okay. You know what I mean. So her abilities to to move things or to do things with uh, with a wheelchair, which ultimately is a saco car. Yeah, and she can discover a new world though, with her dogs and go out there and. I don't and know how far some... the bulldogs are gonna go. No. <laughs> <laughs> two, three, two, three houses and they're dropped. They need the Norwegian short, dogs. A short trip. Yeah. yeah, they need some some more power probably yeah. though to do that. It has to be. People in America, uh, they're gonna see me with with my two Norwegian dogs, professional. Yeah. Can any dog pull? No, no. it has okay. to be a certain size though. And okay. I'm I'm a kilogram guy, so I'm okay. from Europe. So at least like a 20 kilogram dog, it should be. 
20 kilogram yeah what is that uh, uh convert it's to uh to pounds uh, 40 pounds 40, 44 44 pounds okay. that's, yeah. a, that's a nice hefty dog yeah so and you know if you just have one dog you you need to help a little bit out if you go on a steep right steep, yeah yeah get a like a scooter type of thing yeah Okay. Yeah, or you can use the carpet. You have to to walk off, so you can't uh, mistreat the dog or anything like. And so we talk about it, and uh, today we we sign a contract, four years later. Um, but then you know I needed something. Yeah, you need a dog, so we brought you actually two champion dogs from Norway from professional mushers. This, this is amazing. So I, so I don't just you know I'm a partner with Sako, but uh, I have two professional. Yep. Professional. Uh, what do you call them, mush dogs or what? Yeah, they are dry land mushing dogs, dry and, land mushing dogs or mushing dogs and you needed an engine though to your cart. Yes, <laughs> so. I couldn't do it without it. It's, I don't have this kind of uh, professionals. I don't, I just don't. Their backgrounds, give us a little bit of the background, their grandparents. The, the, uh, yeah, the, this is bread for run though, also bread for give mushing. Give us a little bit more, teach us about who make these dogs. So, uh, what kind of people are, are, are I think they don't look like huskies no they don't and they are mixed by several uh, several dog types though to to have the speed and endurance and you know the power to to pull though so they don't have the fur you kind of think about when a Siberian husky they have like a double coated but a short hair and um, they are built for for speed and for for pulling Incredible. so because the, the dog mushers the professionals they try to do you know, and make the the dog as fit as possible for 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 running, though. And why why are they so thin? Because they are always in activity. They right. they and they want to run, though. They are they don't uh, have a good life without running. They they love this, and they're screaming when you come to to get them to put him into right. excited. Yeah, yeah, very excited. Excited about it. I have to say something because these guys, uh, they were Norwegians, uh, right? Yep. Uh, like a few hours ago, these guys are American citizens. It took me 10 years to become <laughs> an American citizen. And these guys are also immigrants, okay? But I next my, my next life definitely going to be just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> just a dog. You become an American citizen as soon as you step into the land of America. And these guys are Europeans as well. <laughs> they have a passport. I came to America illegally with no passport. <laughs> And these guys are, I mean, they are professional already. They are, uh, they have their own passport and now they're just an American guys and now they're part of the DPC team. So I can't wait for you guys to, uh, to experience them and to see them and to, uh, to get into this beautiful sport that uh, I really want to uh, promote as much as we can and as much as we should. Yeah. You know, because it's a very, it's, a, it's about honoring uh, what they were bred for. Right. Some Absolutely. humans love to run. Some humans love to hike. Some humans love to swim. Uh, triathlon, uh, Spartan. Uh, I know that some people say, "Well, they're not supposed to be running for a long period of time." It's like you're telling a cheetah not to run. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's, it's just a, a gazelle not to run. So these dogs have that same spirit, spirit of a, cheer, a cheetah, a spirit of a a, a, a deer uh, to run. You know. So it's. This is not your typical uh, keep a dog in the house. Yes, it looks like a greyhound mixed with a bishla and a pointer, but these guys were bred for this. The great, great grandparents are this.
And the breeder is also two professional Norwegian mushers. Uh, Tone and Boge Legor, they, they do this for a living. And I mean, are they first timers or they already, uh, uh, their parents were like that? Their parents were like that. Wow. His, uh, Boge's father was actually an Idita Road uh, participant. Tell them what that is, Idita Road. Idita Road is uh, the longest uh, dog mushing race in the winter. And, um, and Boge, Boge's father, he went into the bush in Alaska with, uh, with a bus and his dogs and trained for a year before he started though. So they, they have it in the family, they have it in the blood and they know how to treat dogs. They're really passionate about it. It was hard for them to separate with those two dogs. They did, but yeah. they know that they were coming but here. Absolutely. And they, they knew that they would have a good, good life. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. They're definitely going to have a, an incredible, inspiring life, right? Because um, <clears throat> I have a few ideas on how I want to uh, make sure that I introduce it to people. I, on one of the episodes, uh, I want to arrive with them taking me to the consultation. Okay. And my saco car. So it's more like, forget about electric. This is like dog, dog energy, dog pulling. And uh, that's something that I want to promote. I want to promote, uh, um, you know, people interacting with their dogs, how, pushing their dogs in a good way, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the biggest challenge and when, that I hear with dog lovers, that when you exercise a dog and the dog is running for a period of time, it enters this, this uh, fine line of, uh, the color of you. So we're going to make sure we talk about it because that's not really what we want people to understand, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's also abuse not to walk with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's abuse not to run with them, not to expose a dog, not to teach your dog rules by limitations. You know, it's also, it's, it's so many, it's a fine line. You know, obviously everybody has to be very careful and very mindful. And that's why I want to be the one who teaches people about energy, philosophy, actions. You know, when uh, when the dog, we, I want to teach people how to read a dog properly, because you have to be your dog uh, pet parent, but also be also the coach, also yeah. the teacher, Absolutely. not just the person that loves the dog. It's like, it's like if you are, uh, if you, if you're going to coach your kids, you have to push them. Yeah. Right. So if my Andre wanted to play soccer, so I have to push him. Calvin wanted to do uh, karate, so I have to push him, right? I have to push him to do his best, to do, uh, to be the best, to challenge himself, to go through it, right? And so that's exactly what we're doing. It's just, it's just allowing them to be an athlete, yeah. right? And uh, uh, and so because these guys were born to be an athlete, that is their right. Yeah, and so we have to honor that. And they're really good trained. Yeah. So you have a really fast uh, new uh, company car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I can read them. So uh, reading them, you know, when, when one of them, because you're in the back, so it's easier to read a dog when you're in the back, the dog is in the front, he's pulling you, you know, when the gate changes, you know, when the breath changes. And that's what I said, the connection that exists when you put in a dog into such a beautiful activity, which is running and, and you're going to a high level of speed. Yeah. Right. So it's a, it's a beautiful, fine line of action, you know, and, uh, and, and so, but at the same time, you have to know the consistency of his breath, the consistency of his of his gait, you know, and and they if 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 something uh, hurts him, they tell you right away. You just have to be, you know, mindful about it. That's yeah. it. You have to be a good coach. Absolutely. Yeah. David Beckham would not be what he is if he wasn't pushed by by life and by his coach and by himself and by his father. That's how that's how these guys are, like David Beckham. The history and the benefits of the soccer car. Right? Well, the history. The, yeah. So you. 
tell us a little bit the history and then why you wanted to be part of it. The, the history from the cart, you know, this has been in production for over 40 years. Yeah. And there was one person in wait, Norway. Wait, four or 40? 40. Four, four zero. Four zero. Okay, we hope because we both have accent. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the accent guy had to tell the accent guy, wait a minute, I didn't understand your accent. <laughs> 40, 40 so, years. 40. Yeah. So 40 years. 40 years. Okay. And it started with a guy who wanted to train his dog. He had a German Shepherd, and the name of the dog was actually Saku. Oh. That's why it was named the Saku card. So when he saw the potential, he hired an industrial uh, drawer that could draw a new version of what he made. Uh -huh. And then the old carts, like I used to say, though, had been in production for 40 years. Right. Until I got a sample of it and I felt we have to do something to make everything safer, uh, to reach the brakes and suspensions. And yeah, you, you see the difference from the yeah. old and the oh, new yeah. one. And that, that's easy. Yes. The card is made of, uh, of steel, of course, and aluminum and uh, a blend by, by those uh, components. Mm -hmm. And what's important for me, though, is that the card should be easy to, to bring into your car. So it's easy to take off the wheels mm -hmm. and you can fold it in two and put it in the back of your cart mm -hmm. or your car. It's very easy and okay. then you can pull it out and mount it in some few minutes. So you can transport it. Transport it really, really easy and store it easy. And, um, and that's the purpose though, because I want people, not the professional mushers, that's not the goal for, for, the, for the cart. It's more like the, the common people who has larger dogs to use it and even go together and buy one together just to to lend it to each other and mm -hmm. use it together, whatever. Oh, it's just to, to have a community, yeah. Like uh, almost with, with the cars, mm -hmm. they, two different, four different families, they buy a car together. Oh, wow. But the, the cart can be start starting clubs, mushing clubs mm -hmm. is good, just to enjoy the mushing. Right. Go and meet and go for long trips with, with the car together and enjoy being out in the nature and you do something good for your dog as well. Right, right. I like the community part. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, good, that's a good, noble way of looking at it, right? It's yeah, because to bring, it's... To make a pack. Yeah, and, and that's a good way to, to communicate and learn. And a lot of dog trainers, you know, they, they also could use a cart and start a new business in a way, though, to start learning people how to use it because mm -hmm. It needs some some skills to, and you have to be patient mm -hmm. because this is an important thing. The dog is a living creature, mm -hmm. and it's the engine of the car, so you need to be careful, right? And treat it right. What about the brakes on the car? The brakes are on all four wheels. Okay. It's hydraulic brakes, so it's easy to to stop, and you can hold in the handle, push a button, and the cart is in a lock position. When you get into the cart and get out of the cart, you do that, so you're safe both ways. Mm -hmm. So you can go and unleash your dogs or put the leash on the dogs and the harnesses and then go back to the cart and, yeah. and then you can just release all four wheels. Right. And it's also if you hit the rock or the pavement, if you do urban mushing yeah. and you go up a pavement, the, the front steering is just tilting up without doing anything to the steering. You have the same position on your that hand. Because I, I, you, I did you, felt it. Because it's, it's a special construction in the front that do that. And you have, of course, suspensions and you have a mushing stand on the back so you can have been two people on it, mm -hmm. one sitting and one standing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my background was from, like I said, from being a musher when I was young. And most 
I can't say the most, but a lot of people in Norway that do mushing, they started with a saku cart in mm. the summer. Oh. Yeah, so that uh, was produced by the biggest bicycle company in Norway at that time. And then they moved their production abroad and somebody else took over though the production and it was more like a <coughs> production under special uh, for special um, uh, needed people who didn't have uh, I, I, I mean they have to produce it in a lower scale though so they couldn't produce enough I think they have produced during the years about 10,000 carts in total so now we have a larger production it's more available for people mm -hmm. and the old cart uh, lasts for over 40 years so i think this will last for the same All right so it's a um, it's a good tool for your for your dog mm -hmm. and for yourself it's um, it's bringing you out there in the nature mm -hmm. instead of you know kids down to 11 years old is doing the dryland mushing on bicycles on, on three in wheelers Norway. in Norway and in Not Europe. In America yet. No, but in, in in Europe it's pretty big in Germany especially, and they get out there instead of sitting in front of their iPad and their view is the nature and to have some fun with sports mm -hmm. they train Did you themselves. Guys tell the kids to go up there or they just they see the the uh, the grown people doing it. I think they see the grown people doing it and it's, it belongs to a traditional to way, a of, traditional way of, of, uh, of doing this mm. though for, for mushers and mushroom families. Right. And it spreads so because everybody sees it and, and like to, to be a part of it. How many mushers in the world, mushers family? Because you mentioned mushers families. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I don't know, but it's, it's a lot. In Germany, I know there are competition where there are six and seven hundred uh, people attending and with several dogs each. So it's huge and from bicycles to kick bikes to to three wheelers and four wheelers. So this a it's a broad well, sport. It's like a festival. Yeah, almost like a, a sport. And it's every year. Yeah, it's every year. How long how long has that been happening? Oh. Forty years, twenty years, a hundred years? Probably how the last is I can't really tell you, Caesar, when wow. when the sport in the summer because of the the climate change has also increased the use of dogs in 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 the winter. Uh, the winter is shorter, so they have to use it more in the summertime. Uh -huh. They have longer, uh, you know, possibilities to use the dogs, though, and um, they want to do something with wheels, of course, because the snow is not there anymore at the, the same level as before. So, yeah. So the sport is growing, mm -hmm. really growing, and it's growing fast in in um, in Europe. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, I think Europeans. I in you know, my experience uh, when I travel, uh, I see Europeans walk more often. Like they're all like Latinos. We walk because we don't have cars, <laughs> right? So we have to walk, right? But it's not because we want to walk; it's we have to walk. The Europeans they want to walk. Yeah, they, they like, they like it. to practice this this uh, going for a walk with the dog. So the, the Latinos don't go for a walk with the dog. The dog just follows them. Yeah, you see what I mean. So it's not because oh I gotta take the dog for a walk. That I never seen that until yeah. I went to Europe and I said wow oh, okay we have to take the dog for a walk and and in uh, in Germany you know they they have a different way of rules, right? The Germans are uh, uh, the, if you want a dog you have to live by their rules. Yeah, right. And they and they teach you to be. Uh, more more disciplined right as a good german yeah. and they they encourage people to walk a dog and and what i see here in the united states is not encouraged 
You know, here is more like if you have a backyard, have a dog. Yeah. You know, so it's like each culture <clears throat> has a different way of connecting with a dog. But one thing that I have seen in the Europeans is they, I, I, they, they bike with the dog more often, and especially in Holland, you see a lot of bikes and a lot of bikes with people and dogs and just off leash. Yeah. Which I'm not, um, I'm not. Uh, it's it's not rare for me to see a dog off leash because in Mexico, every dog is off leash. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a luxury in all different places to have a dog off leash, but in Mexico is the right. Yeah. You know, but then then you get to see uh, different the dog in different parts of the world, or or how certain tradition, or so, how certain cultures encourage certain things. Yeah. And I love that. I love that about Europe. I love how they encourage. Like when I when I'm in England, you see a lot of people in parks, and the dog is off leash, and there's a horse here, and there's beautiful birds, beautiful legs, and it's just it's just a beautiful, uh, colo colorful. Uh, harmonious lifestyle with a dog in, yeah. you know, in Europe. And we Norwegian, we love to, to go walks in, in the forest as well, and we are used to it. So yeah. the dogs live in apartments, but they are in parks and they are in the nature, yeah. and people take them everywhere. Yeah. And we have rules, of course, in Norway, you can't have them off-leash uh, in different uh, time of the season when the wildlife is breathing there. So what is your what dream you with the Sako car? I know my dream with the Sako car. Oh, my dream is yeah. to, to get people to understand the concept of uh, having a dog and using a dog and training a dog and have a nicer life with your dog instead yeah. of having a stressed, untrained dog, though. And, and use the cart, of course, for different purposes. Right. And even bring your kids out and, and have fun with the family yeah. because it's a good exercise for everybody. Yeah. And, um, of course, I continuously working on different projects and yeah. try to make things better yeah. all the time. Yeah. And yeah. That's one thing I like about this guy. He's always making the car better and better and better every time. Every time you come back, you always did something good to the car, something better, something safer, yeah. uh, lighter. Um, um, uh, you know, the, the wheels are amazing this time, you know, because I, I used the other one and I and it was different. Yeah, it's different because yeah. now we have magnesium rims and it's a fatter wheel as well, yeah. so it's it's sturdy. More stable. Yeah, it's more stable. Yeah. Yo, so um, what I want for people is that is to 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 know, uh, uh, you know, when I created a backpack, when I create a, a leash, when I create anything, is to is to enhance the connection, the communication, the relationship. The ultimate is to have trust, respect, love, right? Yeah. And when a dog does exercise discipline, affection, trust, respect, love, is 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 well grows. Absolutely. Right, so that's my goal. Uh, why do I, why, from the moment I saw the Sacco car, I wanted to be part of it, you know, uh, or I just want one, you know, and you send me one and then eventually you ask me to be part of it. And I and it was like, wow, God is amazing because I get to have a Sacco car and then I get to be part of, uh, of uh, be part of the Sacco family. So uh, we're going to help a lot of dogs as we should. I think that we're, we're such, a, in such a short period of time on earth. Yeah. The best thing we can do is to help Right? And I know that dogs will, if they can talk and send us a text, they will say, thank you for the card. Well, I think um, what I'm enjoying about life right now is partnering with, with different people that have healthy traditions, right? So this is a tradition that the Scandinavians have, have done for a while, right? Because you guys live in nature, you guys get to, uh, to see snow more often than we do, especially here in California or in LA. <laughs> yeah. And especially me from Mexico, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I saw snow in this, on TV. 
And so to join to join forces and to tell the world, you know, this, this is something that uh, that I wanted to partner with somebody like you and 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 and, and it's the tradition and in Scandinavia. Uh, at one point, we're gonna bring it all over the world, but right now we're starting with the Scandinavia uh, uh, market. We're moving also where 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 are we doing it with uh, Germany, 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 Norway, Sweden, Finland, Denmark. Yeah. All the Scandinavian. All the Scandinavian. What about China? Yeah, we are going to China let's as go well. With Chinese yep, too. absolutely. Let, let's have dinner with them and then we do the saco. We have an exciting do, plan you for. Dinner, you can't do saco and then the and then the uh, uh, then the uh, dinner. No. The Chinese are very <laughs> traditional with the dinner stuff. Yeah. And and uh, to top it all out, I want to share your shirt. Thank you so much. Yes, Lisa. because that's that's what I want to do for people. You created the saco car. I want to teach people how to teach the dogs. Yeah. You know, I want to create uh, here at the ranch uh, a saco day. You know, so people can come here and also train, teach their dogs, bring some of the mushers, professional mushers, so they can come and and learn here with professionals. Absolutely. You know? So uh, well, we're definitely going to teach the Caesar's way, which is trust, respect, love. And together we are going to make a bright future for. For dry land mushing and That's the dogs. Right. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Mexico and Noruega, papa. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I hope you enjoyed the video. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment, and join me on my mission of better humans, better planet.